Well, what do you know? First day of September and boom, a massive trade hits the shake up the East. We'll break down all the details. We'll talk about what it means for how the Eastern Conference may shape up. And lastly, a fire sale is going on in Utah and Daryl Morey needs to get in on it. Let's go. Perfect. Perfect. What is going on, everybody? Welcome into Philly Take with RB. Like always, you know what to do. Hit that like button, subscribe to the show right now, and hit that bell so you don't miss any of these upcoming videos or live streams. We will be having a ton of content. I can't wait to break it all down. One day closer to training camp, right? That's what we've been saying every day, but this day was not an ordinary one. We have a huge trade, a huge splash to shape up the Eastern Conference. We will talk about what it means all of the details. I can't wait to hear the feedback from the people, man. This was a huge one today, keeping us going. And we have officially arrived in September, man. We are one day closer. Uh, we'll talk about everything that it means, but we need to start out on the details of the trade. Man, a couple hours ago, a bomb coming out of nowhere. Adrian Wojnarowski putting out the Cleveland Cavaliers have acquired Donovan Mitchell. In a trade, sources tell ESPN. This is something that has obviously been brewing for a while. A lot of people thought it was a one-team race with the New York Knicks. We will talk about uh, later on in the show what I believe um, this means for both the Knicks and the Cavs. Who do I think won the trade? All that stuff. We will get to that. But man, Donovan Mitchell going to the Cavaliers. Talk about, you know, just a big surprise. I mean, we heard little whispers of the Cavs, but honestly, I thought they were out of it. I didn't even think they were still in it, and and man, for that team to add him, we we will talk about what that means, but even more on this from Shams. He says the Cavs are trading Colin Sexton, Laurie Markkinen, Okchai Akbaji, three first-round picks, three unprotecteds, by the way, and two pick swaps to the Utah Jazz for Donovan Mitchell. Well, there's exactly why the Knicks didn't do it. The Cavs gave up a haul. This is a lot. For Donovan Mitchell, man, talk about a splash. Even more from Woj. He says Cleveland sending three unprotected picks to Utah in 25, 27, and 29, and pick swaps in 26 and 28. Sources tell ESPN, along with the Rudy Gobert trade in Minnesota, Utah has gathered 13 unprotected or lightly protected picks through 2029. This is nuts. Talk about going all in and just blowing everything up and doing a rebuild. See, the Sixers did it. They were criticized. If the Sixers did this again, they would be criticized. OKC can do whatever they want. Apparently, Danny Ainge starts over in Utah, and he can do whatever he wants now. They are stacked for the next couple years, for the next four or five years even, and they still have players that can win. They still have players that can win. And also, in addition to that trade, it was announced that Colin Sexton has already signed a four-year contract extension. So he is that young piece that the Utah Jazz were targeting in a trade that they want to build around. And just a reminder, here's the haul that they got for Rudy Gobert, which, by the way, I still think is the biggest fleece I've ever seen. Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Jared Vanderbilt, Walker Kessler, Leandro Bomaro, and four first-round picks. Beverly has already been traded for more assets. Walker Kessler's a first-round pick. They got Akbaji. That was my guy from Kansas. He's another first-round pick. So essentially, you take Kessler, Akbaji, 
you take the four first round picks and then you take the other pick. I mean, they got 10 first round picks. <laughs> I mean, this is this is crazy, man. Danny Ainge is a menace. He wanted what he wanted. The Knicks wouldn't bite and they ended up going out and getting it done. I didn't see it, you know, being the Cleveland Cavaliers. I didn't see it happening today, but it did. Talk about uh, something crazy, man. Here are a couple reactions from the New York Knicks. Stephen A, man, let, let's just hear a little clip of what he had to say. This is they the make right me now. sick. <laughs> Nothing ever gets done in New York with the Knicks. Nothing. Nothing. I'm be cool. <laughs> and just, it just never ends with the Knicks. It just never freaking ends. I mean, hey, man, when you, when you talk about the Knicks, they were supposed to get Kevin Durant, Kyrie, Zion, add Mitchell to the list. In fact, Mitchell's was the most probable of them all, right? He's from New York. He's a native New Yorker. He goes to the Mets games. He's always around New York. He, I mean, it felt like he wanted to be there. And once again, they miss out on another one. We will talk about that shortly. Also, shout out to this guy, Anthony Irwin. I, I just thought this was a great tweet. Uh, had me laughing, man. He said, Knicks fans, you might have missed out on Mitchell, but just think for 47 mil, you could have a first ballot Hall of Famer, a top 75 player of all time, and a triple-double machine. Better start calling up Westbrook, man. <laughs> oh, man. What it is like to be a New York fan, man. What it is like to be a New York fan. Crazy. Crazy. But anyway... In terms of this trade, I'll keep it short and simple for you. I'll keep it short and simple for you. I, I, I see good and bad on both sides. But, I mean, obviously the Utah Jazz made out. They could never get past the second round. And those two just didn't work. Gobert and Mitchell. And now, you know, they're stacking up assets. Yeah, I don't think they should just go freely without being criticized like the Sixers were. But, hey, Danny Ainge is there and he's doing a heck of a job piling up those assets. And, that's just kind of where that franchise is, you know. Uh, in terms of the New York Knicks, I mean, you know, they go out and they sign Jalen Brunson, who's my guy from Nova, but do I think he's going to play up to $100 million? No. Do I think he deserved the money? Yeah. But now that's really one of your main anchors. And then in addition to that, they went out and signed R.J. Barrett. Essentially, that was what kind of seized the deal there. I mean, they go and re-sign R.J. The Jazz said, all right, screw you. We're going to go take the Cavs offer, who's given us more anyway. And we're going to go get it done. And Danny Ainge stayed, you know, on his on his ground, man. And he pushed and he pushed and he got more. He got exactly what he wanted. A ton of assets. Um, it's just crazy, man. Like, I, I think New York, I mean, there's good and bad. Obviously, like Mitchell doesn't probably make him a championship contender for a couple years because they still need more pieces and they have assets to do that. But then at the same time, like, you stack those assets, and I feel it, it you know, like they, they didn't want to give up their young guys, and here they are. They missed out on Donovan Mitchell. So, I mean, it could go either way, but, man, it, it's just crazy how that franchise is rumored to get every star, and they just do not. They do not. And I honestly, I thought Mitchell was going to go to the Knicks. Like, he, he seemed like the perfect match, and now they miss out. Um, man, to be a Knicks fan, to be a Knicks fan. I mean, I... Overall, I'd probably I'd probably be more pissed than happy if I was a Knicks fan, given the fact you could have finally had that all-star player, you finally compiled the assets to get him, and your GM did not pull the trigger. But, I mean, I do see good and bad in it. I'm not going to say it's like the worst thing in the world, but 
Who knows what's going to happen with them? Who knows? And and hopefully for them, Barrett and Brunson will play up to their contracts. But anyway, the important stuff relating to us Sixers Nation, okay? The Jazz are going full tank. It is a fire sale in Utah, okay? The flames are burning. It's over. Blow it up. Teams are going to be calling. The market is going to be heating up for some of those Utah players even months into the season. And it is now time for Daryl Morey to do what I said a month ago. Go get us Jordan Clarkson, man. Here's what Wode said. Utah still has coveted veteran trade assets, including Bogdanovich, Jordan Clarkson, Mike Conley. They will approach an Oklahoma City-esque call of draft assets once they are done dealing. They consider marketing Sexton and Akbaji keepers for the rebuilding roster. I, I mean, I understand that. But look, man, I, I said this a month ago. July 12th, I said it almost two months ago. Bring Pat Bev or Jordan Clarkson to Philly. Obviously, I wanted Pat Bev. He ended up going to the Lakers. I get it. Jordan Clarkson, former sixth man of the year, torches, put up 40 against us off the bench, would be the perfect piece for this team. He would be the absolute perfect piece. You could probably compile, you know, Thibel and Furk on it. I know. You know, our fans like to overrate some players and, and overrate our own players. Look, if you can get Jordan Clarkson, I sincerely believe he would be huge for this team. He would finally give us that potent threat off the bench. Um, Daryl Morey should at least be making a call. Maybe you can't make it happen. Maybe you can't make the financials work. But Jordan Clarkson should absolutely, absolutely be on a radar list of the Philadelphia 76ers. It is officially a fire sale. I said, once the Mitchell trade goes down... This is when things will heat up, and and Daryl Morey better be on the phone. Here's a video I put out a couple weeks ago with the Sixers record prediction. I said in this video uh, that we would be 54 and 28 in uh, this upcoming season. I think we're going to be the second seed. And what does this trade mean for the rest of the East? Well, I personally think that the Sixers are still going to be a top three team. I still have my top three solidified. Boston, Philadelphia, and Milwaukee. However, with this trade now, with this trade, I am I'm c- considering putting the Cavaliers at number four. This is a huge, massive trade. You think about Donovan Mitchell there. I mean, think about it. Us Sixers fans should know best. He essentially had a player that was a huge liability that's supposed to be a star and kind of is in the regular season and then turns into a complete zero, a complete liability on the offensive side in Rudy Gobert. Joel Embiid had the same thing. Now you put Donovan Mitchell in a backcourt with Darius Garland, who's a really good upcoming solid piece, maybe a potential superstar. You have Evan Mobley, who I think should have won rookie of the year. You have Jared Allen. Imagine that pick and roll game. Mitchell and, and Garland mix matching, you know, with, with guys like Allen and Mobley. You have Kevin Love. I mean, that team could be potent. I still think they're a bit premature, but I think going in the next couple years, that team is going to be really good. And now they're another force to be reckoned with in the Eastern Conference, but I do not have them cracking the top three yet, but I want to hear from you. Give me all your thoughts down below in the comment section. How do you feel about everything? If you're the Sixers, do you go and target even Bogdanovich or Jordan Clarkson? Give me your thoughts. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And like always, I will catch you on the next one. Peace. Perfect. Perfect.